0: It's, it's important that that we learn these things. All right, turn with me, if you Bibles, turn with me to Matthew, the third chapter, if you would. I'm going to begin reading in the 13th verse, and I'm going to read to you uh, a few verses here. matter of fact, to the, through the 17th verse. Let's all stand as we honor God's Word by standing this morning. He says, in the 13th verse of the third chapter of Matthew... He says, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. Now this is Christ seeking baptism. Uh, that's, that's important that you understand that this is, this is Christ who is seeking baptism. Went to John, John the Baptist, and, and, and he went to John and told John he needed to be baptized. But John forbade him saying, I have need to be baptized to thee and, and, and comest out of me or why, why do you come to me? And here's what Jesus answer was. Jesus answering said unto him, suffer it to be, go suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness that he suffereth him. Then he suffered, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and, lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God uh, descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And a lower voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for the blessings of it. Thank you for the time we have together, Lord. We're thankful for this, uh, this soul that has come, Lord, and, and we just pray that in all things that, uh, uh, that she might be blessed even here today. These other little ones here, Lord, I don't know what their condition is of their soul, but I do know that someday they're gonna grow up. Someday they're gonna, they're gonna move on up till they get to a time in life when they may realize, you know, well, I haven't been saved yet and then and lord and the lord may save them lord i pray that 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 is so with for every one of them lord we don't want to see anybody die and go to hell lord but we know that happens we know that happens every day lord and we know that uh that uh, that's an eternity of of punishment that's an eternity of gnashing of teeth and that's an eternity of uh of 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 crying out and and such, all those things, Lord, we know that. And, Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit to save, if, even if they're grown-ups here today, Lord, that's never been saved. Lord, uh, they may be church members, but that doesn't mean that they're always saved. Uh, being saved is something we know when it happens. We know when the Lord borns us again. And we know when he works with our hearts and and, and beckons us to come to him. Lord, we know that. And Lord, I just pray that you'll show them that today. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. As I always do, I have a title to my message today as the baptism of Aniston Hartley. So this is this is your this is your message here today. Now uh, I want to ask you a question. Right before I get started here today, I've got a couple of things we're going to talk about. Uh, how many of you could explain the meaning of baptism? If somebody came up to you today and they said, "Will you explain to me what it means to be baptized?" What would you tell them? I mean, what would you tell them? You know, uh, what, how, how would you explain it to them? Uh, what, what's the meaning of baptism? Is uh, is? I know all of you know what baptism looks like because you're here today to see it. I know all all of us know what baptism looks like, but what does it mean to be sound in baptism? Baptism, you know, we were talking in Sunday school today that that uh, I, I was telling them that a group of people went over to the Holy Land, that's over in Jerusalem, that area, went over to the Holy Land, and somebody baptized every one of them in the Jordan River. That meant nothing. Baptism means nothing when it's not attached to a, to a church. It means absolutely nothing. And that's just like, you know, people, people uh, if you remember, I don't know if you remember or not, but uh, if you've ever studied it, you'll remember it, uh, that uh, Constantine, who was a Roman general, that he was losing one battle right after another. And, uh, he was going through the land and he wanted to know if there was anything he could do to enhance that they will start winning battles. So what did he do? He, he knew about baptism. He knew about, he knew about that this man Christ had come into the world. He knew that. And he knew that this man Christ had been preached. He knew that. So, he said, uh, what I will do, as this is Constantine, he said, what I will do, he says, I will baptize uh, these Roman soldiers and maybe they'll start winning battles. So he thought he would do a religious act upon them. Baptism is a religious act, but it's, not, it's, it's nothing when it's not done correctly and, and what it is, what it means. Uh, it, it's nothing. Baptism is nothing unless it's been done that way correctly. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about two things this morning. We're going to talk about what does baptism mean and what does, and what, I mean what it doesn't mean and what it does mean. That's what we're going to talk about today. What does baptism mean and what it doesn't mean and what it means? Well first of all, it doesn't mean just something a child is told that they must consider someday in this life of being baptized. You know, don't tell your children that because that's wrong. No, that's wrong. You know, you grow up and people start going to church and they'll say, well, it's time for you, about time you'd be baptized. Baptism does nothing for salvation. How do I know that? What did I just read to you? I just read to you, Jesus Christ went to be baptized. He didn't need to be saved. He was Christ. He didn't need anything out of baptism. He he didn't he didn't need anything that, that some people teach at baptism is day. He didn't need salvation, so he didn't need to be baptized, but he he said it must needs that I fulfill all righteousness. And that's exactly what happens today. When the Lord saves you and and then when he adds you, when he uh, he brings you to an assembly then then you're baptized then you become a member of that assembly and there is where you worship the Lord uh, and such uh, uh, for the well, rest of your life some people do but uh, the thing about it is it doesn't mean that you just need something you need to do when it comes to religion that's something that comes after you're saved because we we realize, and I know, that there there are four things that have to be present when it's scriptural baptism. There has to be a candidate. That's what you are. You're a candidate. And what was was it mean? A candidate means you you've been saved. That's that's the first thing. You have to have a candidate that's been saved. Well, we we know then again we said Christ didn't need to be saved, but then still he still fell. He knew that he needed baptism. So, uh second thing is, there has to be a correct motive. Why are you being baptized? Some of you, I and mean, I know if I had, a, I don't want, I don't go into this hand raising stuff. But if I had you to raise your hand, they probably most of you in here may raise your hand and say, "I've been baptized." But do you know what it meant? Do you know what it meant to you? When you were baptized. Well, if you believed it had anything to do with your salvation, that's the wrong motive for being baptized. Uh, there's people who do that. Uh, I'll never, i remember a story back many years ago. Of course I've been, I've been pastoring 53 years, nearly 53 years now. And there was back many, many years ago, there was this man who went around teaching everybody that uh, you had to be baptized to be saved. He was going around teaching everybody that, and so one day he went to the Baptist church uh, down in uh, um, uh, in one of the counties there in, in the mountains of Kentucky. He went to a Baptist church down there, and he told the Baptist preacher, he said, I've been telling these people all wrong. I've been telling these people all these years, you know, that all you need to do is be baptized and you'll be saved. And so he came forward, Phil Becker was, was the pastor of the church. He came forward, the church, and he told Brother Phil Becker, he said, I, I, I realize now that baptism won't save you. <coughs> I'm saved and I want to be baptized. And uh, so that afternoon, uh, they got on their horses And, and they rode down to the lick, down to the, uh, licking river. And, and they rode down there and, uh, and, and they baptized this fella. And when they were riding back up from the river, this fella was on his horse and, and brother Phil Becker and them was on their horses. And they rode back up from the river and the fella looked over at brother Phil Becker and he said, uh, he said, my sins are just about down to uh, Sanky, uh, a little city, a little town down there called Sanky. So my sins are just about down to Sanky. And Brother Phil Becker looked over at him and said, he said, you haven't gotten out of that yet that baptism will save you, have you? So once you get these ideals in your head, then you'll live the rest of your life with it. And if you're not saved, you're going to die and go to hell, even though you got baptism. That's, that's how hard it is to get that stuff out of you. And, and, and it's, it's easy. I'm, I'm glad that we can start these children and we can teach them the right way to start with. And that way they won't get these ideals in their head that they're, because they're being baptized, everything's going to be okay with them for the rest of their life. You know, that's like a, you come forward and a preacher says, well, your life's going to be okay from here on out. That's not true either. Because let me tell you, folks, you, you come up on a lot of things when you live in this life here. I don't care if you are saved or not. You come up on a lot of things when you live this life. But the main the thing about it is, is this baptism means absolutely nothing except the fact that she is fulfilling the righteousness that the Lord requires. You're saved, and then you're baptized, and then you're taught. That's See, that's the important thing. You gotta be taught. You be taught. You be taught. You, you, you listen in church and, and you'll be taught and you listen to your parents and you listen to your brothers and your, your, your uncles and aunts and all those that's gonna teach you the truth. If they're gonna teach you the truth, then you, you'll be taught after that. that that's the sequence. So, there's a motive as far as baptism is concerned. And then there's a mode. You know, it's not sprinkling. I know, I know we have a lot of, uh, kids out there that were sprinkled when they were at a, at a, at a young age and they were told then that that's all they need to do to, to, to go to heaven. That's not true either. I don't care who's telling you that. I don't care if you go to a church where they tell them that. That's not true. That's not true. Sprinkling, sprinkling a child is not going to guarantee that child's going to go to heaven. But, but that's what they teach. And these children grow up believing that. They grow up believing that they were, they were, they were sprinkled when they were a child. And now they, that's all they need to do. They're okay. And, and let me tell you folks, you, you go talk to some of these ex-Catholics. We've got, I know we've got three or four of them here in the church. You talk to these ex-Catholics and they'll tell you that's exactly what they're told when they're, when they're a child growing up. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that child is saved. So, so the baptism, first of all, is not sprinkling. Baptism is immersion. The Bible, if you read here, the Bible says that Christ came up out of the water. He went down into the water and he came up out of the water. And so we, we can see there, again, that there was much water in that place. When, when Philip baptized the Ethiopian unit, he, the Bible says that they searched for much water. You know, it don't, it don't take a little cup and some water to sprinkle a person or a little cup and some water to pour it on their heads, but it, it, it takes immersion, immersion. That's what's going to happen up here. She's going to be immersed in water. And we're going to do that in just a little while. And so that, that's, that's the proper mode of baptism. And, 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 and then there has to be a proper authority. No one has personal authority to baptize anybody else. No one does. I would not, outside of being a a pastor of this church here, I would have no authority to baptize her. I'm a preacher, been one for 50-some years. But would I have authority to baptize her? No. Outside of this church, I wouldn't. This church gives me authority to do what I'm going to do today. They give me authority to baptize her. Outside of that, there has to be a proper authority there. You can't just take people out there and start dunking them in water. I mean, you all you're going to do is take a a dry center and you're going to make them wet, and they're going to come up out of that water just as sinful as they were when they went into it. There's not going to be any change in them whatsoever, and and it's not going to happen. So, but that's what a lot of them are taught. A lot of them are taught they so. But baptism doesn't mean that a person is saved after they're baptized. It doesn't mean that. There's a lot of assemblies out there that teach that they teach it they teach it you you have to be baptized to be saved and and so uh so that's that's not the case here and it's not going to be the case here it it has nothing to do with salvation uh if anniston is not saved i personally believe i personally believe she is then this baptism is of no use to her if she's not saved but i believe she is I believe she is. I believe she knows what she was talking about when she came into my study in there and she wanted to talk to me about salvation. She said, the Lord has saved me. It's the first word she said to me, the Lord has saved me. She didn't ask me, Brother Paul, what should I do? Brother Paul, should I be baptized? No, know She said, the Lord has saved me. Now, you you think seven years old? The Lord has saved me. And don't raise your hands. But how many of you have gone to a preacher and said the Lord has saved me? No, a lot of people just answer that outward call. They walk a church aisle, they take a preacher by the hand, they go into baptismal waters, and they're told they're okay. That's I I would never have would would not be baptizing her today if she hadn't come in there and said the Lord saved me and said I want I want to talk to you about it and uh and i asked her i said have you prayed that god would save you she said yes i said you want to pray right now she does and i'm going to tell you folks i'm going to tell you it brings tears to your eyes to hear that little girl pray i'm telling you it does it brought tears to my eyes to hear that little girl pray i'm telling you the same way with ella ella came here some time back those kids those kids know what they're talking about when it's talking to the Lord Anniston stood up And she prayed And she took me by the hand I took her by the hand And she prayed And she said Lord bless my daddy I'll, I'll never forget to pray Bless my mama Bless my sister And Lord uh, I'm thankful That you saved me And Lord uh, I want to know I want to be baptized Some of the words that she said in there I mean, it's, it's just amazing. These children, these children will put you to shame. I'm telling you, they will. They'll put you to shame. And certainly, you know, it, 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 it enhances me to know that, yeah, you know, we may be teaching them some things that some people may say is hard. But let me tell you folks, it's not that hard when you sit down and think about it. It's not that hard. It's really not. Now what does it mean? It means that Anniston Hartley is already saved. When she goes in that water, it means she's already saved or she wouldn't be going in that water. She's already saved and and has been since 2 weeks ago. February the 3rd, 2020. I tell you the date, February the 3rd, 2020 is when she came to me and it means that it means that she's already saved. It means that she knows that baptism will open the door of the Lord's church for her to enter in and fellowship with the Lord's people and be in the bride of Christ. That's what it means to her. She's been taught that. She's been taught that right here. She's been taught those things here. And, and, and you know, Lord has a bride. You know, how, how many can say, well, I'm in the bride of Christ? Well, let me tell you, you're going to have to be in the right place. Lord's going to take you to the right place. You're going to be in the bride of Christ because someday that's going to be one of the greatest rewards that anyone's going to receive is to be in the bride of Christ someday. Oh, I tell you, folks, when you leave this world, there's a lot happening. uh, Let me say this. The mind you've got right now, the mind every one of you've got right now, and somebody may be sitting back there now saying, I don't agree with him. I don't, I don't. Hear nothing about him or something like that that's the mind you're going to have when you die the mind's not going to die it's going to live right on that mind's going to live right on and 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 those things that, that run through your mind now are really going to be some things running through your mind after you're gone you'll say well i don't believe that that's nah, all right you don't have to believe it you don't have to believe it but it's true it's true the mind you've got right now it's it's going to live right on you might say, well, my mind, uh, my mind, uh, uh, my mind will die with me. Dogs do, but not humans. You know, when, 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 when dogs die, you know, they, they have a soul, but they, they die and they're not accountable. You'll say, how do, I didn't know a dog had a soul. Well, read your Bible. The Bible teaches dogs have souls, but they don't have a soul like a human. And, and the human, the human soul or mind, as some people will call it, the human mind lives on and on after this is over with. And let me tell you folks, I can sit here and tell you there's people that have been in grace for thousands of years and they've done nothing but suffered. Had well, like a bad dream that you can't get out of. You know, way you can get out of it. You'll cry. You'll gnash your teeth. You will, you will, you will do all the praying in the world like the rich man did when he went to hell. He prayed, he prayed unto God, God don't let my, don't let my brothers come to this place, this awful place. And he, he even went, he even went ahead and said, he said now if you, uh, he told, he, he told uh, Father Abraham, he said, if you'll just send somebody back from the dead, and warn them about this place here, said they'll believe you. And what did Father Abraham said? Father Abraham said if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to listen to anybody come back from the dead. Same thing here today. If you're not willing to listen to what a preacher's telling you, the truth right, right out of the Word of God, then it wouldn't do any good for anybody to come back and tell you what's down there because I can tell you what's already down there now. And, and let me tell you, folks, it's important that you see that, and I, you know, we get we get to the point of where we think everybody's saved, everybody's saved. You know, you, you don't find anybody dies that's not saved. Just listen to the preacher when they preach their funerals. Listen to them when they preach their funerals. You know, it don't make any difference who it is. Preachers going to try to preach them into heaven. They're not going to work. You know, when some when some preacher preaches your funeral today, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to try to preach you right on into heaven. He's going to say, I know that soul down there. I know that soul is okay now. He does not. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I, we're living and we don't know. I, I don't know what your soul is and you don't know what my soul is. I, I've been married to my wife 53 years, going on 54 and 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 i don't know what her soul is all the time i don't know you know i I believe she's saved because she led me to lord but but as far as as far as me absolutely knowing for sure i don't know for sure but that's what's going to happen that's what's going to happen and and there's many many people are laying in graves today their minds, well their their, their body has been gone the body's gone it's done turned to dust. But the, the mind, soul lives on. It lives on, it lives on. On and on. Never, never stops. This lives on and on for all eternity. I tell you, it just, it brings chills to me to think about that anybody, any one of you in here, I, I don't know some of you that well, but I wouldn't want to see any of you die and go to hell. I wouldn't want to see a one of you die and go to hell because I tell you that there was a generation before the flood. Generation before the flood. Some say there was approximately 3 billion people who lived before the flood. And out, out of that 3 billion people, there was only one man that found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So you're saying, well, yeah, you, you're preaching to a bunch of Christians. Well, in that whole generation... There was one man, one man that saw grace in the eyes of the Lord, and that was Noah. One man, one man out of those three billion some souls that lived before the flood. All the rest of them were drowned in the flood and they went and they're in hell today, suffering today. You know, you'll say, well, I don't like that kind of talk. I'm sorry. And you don't need to listen. Just like old, old Mr. Flynn, the fellow up in Kentucky, used to do, every time he'd see me coming, he'd stick his fingers in his ears. And I asked him one time, I said, Wilton, why, why do you stick your fingers in your ears every time you see me coming? He said, I don't want to hear a word you got to say. He didn't want to hear about it. And But let me tell you, folks, uh, you can hear about it today. The only fellowship the Lord recognizes as his bride. She knows at this minute that she must live in the newness of life. That's what Annison's gonna know. You're gonna know that's the reason I want you up here. Because you're gonna know that you need to you're gonna live in the newness of life when you come up out of that water. You you're not gonna live anymore. That's just like Ella was telling me when Ella and little Kendall came in there with her. And uh and and, and Ella said after we got done, after she prayed and we got done, Ella said, uh, "I talked. to Said I talked to them down there at school. <laughs> said, I talked to them down there at school. Tell them about Jesus, don't you? Tell them about Jesus down there at school. How many of you go tell people about Jesus? Some of you. Some of you. Are, some of you. You know, as old as I am, but I'm probably. No, I'm. I'm I i do not know. I think." Me and, uh, uh, Jim's mama is about the same age. Now look at her. I know she's saying, I'm a lot older than you are. But you're not, cause I'm gonna marry you someday, if anything happens to Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rhonda said, well, Rhonda said, well, if you do, she ain't gonna get nothing, cause I'm gonna take everything. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, uh, that you know, uh, you you gonna you gonna live a long life. You have got a long life ahead of you, and you gonna you gonna live it for the Lord. In baptism, you show the world that you have died to sin, and you resurrected to the newness of life. You know, I've said many times over the years, I sin all I want to, but some something fifty three years ago changed my want to you know, I don't want to sin as much as I used to want to. I, you folks don't know. You folks don't know what I, I, I went through when I was younger. You folks just don't know. You, you don't know. I, I, I was I was a wretch. The Lord saved me. Thank God He saved me. March twenty seventh, nineteen hundred sixty seven. He saved me, and what a great blessing it is. So, and, and some reason. Now that I try to live in the newness of life, try to live a life. Aniston must know this is the Father's will for her life. This is what the Lord wants you to do. Right now it's be baptized, he wants you to do it. And uh so it's 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 very important that you see that. All right, we're gonna baptize her and I want her to go back here and I'm gonna go in here.